Welcome to The Short Score, your weekly update of rope and news from around the industry, where you can find the latest on the sport from the pro rodeo ranks to the jackpot world. I'm Taylor Vollen, and I'm your host. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Short Score. It's your host, Taylor Vollen. It's Tuesday, September 26th, and I'm bringing you this episode a little bit later in the day than I normally do, but we are on the final stretch of the 2023 Pro Rodeo season as we enter the last week of September. Personally, I'm a little sad and a little relieved at the same time, not going to lie. I'm sure someone out there can relate, but as we enter the last week of the year, I don't really feel like bothering any team ropers as I know a lot of them are making their last effort at the finals this year. So I'm just going to give y'all a rundown of what's going on kind of in the world of pro rodeo right now. I know, I know, sad day. I'm sure you'd rather be listening to an expert and that's okay. I take no offense, but let's get started anyway. This episode is brought to you by Main and Tail as part of Women in Rodeo Month 2023. Main and Tail has joined the Team Roping Journal, the Breakout Roping Journal, BarrelRacing.com, and CalfRoping.com in celebrating Women in Rodeo Month during the month of September to honor the ladies who drive the sport forward. So if you've been keeping up with our social media and our most recent articles, you're probably pretty primed on what's going on in the world standings. The top of the standings remain relatively the same. Driggers and Junior still at the top with $160,185.89 one on the year. Nelson Wyatt is still number two on the head side with $145,083.21. And over on the heel side, Wesley Thorpe is number two with $155,168.94. Thorpe's header, the one and only Tyler Wade, has jumped up a spot to number three in the world with $137,941.67. And of course, the fan favorites, Derek Begay and Coulter Todd, have also continued to climb in the standings. Derek is now number five on the head side with $125,559.86. And Coulter is number three over on the heel side with $140,727.06. Over the weekend, they added $7,730 to their earnings between Amarillo and winning both Poway and San Bernardino. Both of those are in California. I promise we are not playing favorites around here, but these two have been so fun to watch this year. Their comebacks have been so exciting, and I know everybody out there that keeps up with our social media has loved it as well. For the most part, the top 10 or so has remained the same in regards to who is inside, just with some spots switching and some more money added to their earnings, of course. But let's get to the bubble territory. Jake Clay and Tyler Worley are paired up here at the end of the year, and they've been really exciting to watch as well. Jake is number 11 on the head side with $97,497.97 one on the year, and Worley is number 11 on the heel side with $93,983.17. In case you haven't been keeping tabs on these two like we have, they've really kicked it into gear this last quarter of the year. They've both been in and out of the top 15 all throughout the year, but lately had been outside hanging in those number 15 to 18 spots the last few weeks. And they've been fighting tooth and nail for their way back in, and they have finally found it. Their recent jump into the top 15 came from capitalizing in Pendleton in St. George, Utah, about two weeks or so ago. And then this last weekend, they picked up some checks in Amarillo and Spring Hill, Louisiana. Of note, though, and I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but it's super important to put out there. Neither of them are going to Sioux Falls. 
they unfortunately didn't get in. So wherever they end up going this weekend is going to be super important, depending on how they do and how things go at the Governor's Cup. That's really going to determine that bubble end of the top 15, we think. Let's keep looking at inside the top 15, but still kind of on the bubble, those guys keeping in mind who is going to Sioux Falls. We recently did an article on who's going to, so if you prefer, you can go ahead and read that after this episode. But inside the top 15, still in bubble territory though, on the head side, we've got Marcus Terrio at number 12 and he's going to Sioux Falls. Luke Brown is number 13 and he's going to Sioux Falls. Clay Smith is 14th and going, and at 15th is Cody Snow, who unfortunately did not get into Sioux Falls. Over on the heel side, Jake Long is number 10 and going to Sioux Falls. I'll also get into him and Clint Summers a little bit more here in a bit because that's been pretty fun to watch as well. Worley, like I said, is number 11, but not going to Sioux Falls. Hunter Cook is number 12 and has a spot in Sioux Falls. Jonathan Torres is number 13 and going. Again, another team I'll dive into in a little bit. Cole Curry is number 14 and going, and Peyton Bray is 15th and going to Sioux Falls. Now on to outside the top 15, the true bubble boys, some would say. Over on the head side, there's three guys that are still very much alive because of the simple fact that they are going to Sioux Falls. No offense, guys, not saying that you couldn't make it if you weren't going to Sioux Falls, but that really helps their chances. That's Coy Rallman at number 17, Britton Hall at number 18, and Clint Summers at number 19. Those three can swoop right on in to the top 15 if they really bring their A game at the Governor's Cup this weekend. Now on the heel side, there's only two that are outside the top 15 on the bubble and going to Sioux Falls, and that's Colby Payne at number 17 and Ross Ashford at number 23. Colby is roping with his regular season partner, the world champ, Clay Smith, and Ross is paired up with Nelson Wyatt, who also goes in a lone wolf as his healer Chase Tryon unfortunately did not make it. We've been talking a lot about Coy Rallman and Jonathan Torres lately, and that's because of the impressive climbing they've done in the last few weeks. Coy is number 17, like I said, with $87,352.31 won on the year, which is only $2,401.01 behind 15th. Jonathan is actually already inside the top 15 on the hillside, like I said, and realistically, not trying to jinx anything, of course, Coy and Jonathan have a huge chance to make the finals so long as they can capitalize in Sioux Falls. Brenton Hall is number 18 on the head side with $86,680.56, only $3,072.76 behind 15th. His partner, Peyton Bray, is number 15 on the heel side, and even though Peyton is in the top 15, again, no offense to anybody, not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but he's not necessarily safe. Brenton and Peyton really need to make the most of every run in Sioux Falls to not only solidify the top 15 for Peyton, but to also bring Brenton into the top 15. Now to Clint Summers and Jake Long. Clint has really impressed us all this year, not that he doesn't normally but this year, he went from outside the top 30, if I'm not mistaken, around June or so, to now being number 19 on the head side and having a fighting chance at another NFR. He and Jake Long, who is inside the top 15 at number 10, like I said, had a really good weekend last weekend as well, both bringing home $5,807 between Amarillo, Spring Hill, and Poway. This is what pushed Clint to number 19 with $81,018.02 won on the year. He is only $8,735.30 behind 15th. 
That might sound, I know, like almost $10,000, but considering the first two go-rounds in Sioux Falls pay $10,000 to win, and the grand prize for the overall winner is $25,000, he still has a great chance. And that leads me to Sioux Falls. Since I have been talking a lot about it, let me kind of refresh you as to what the heck is going on there. So, Throughout the year, contestants compete at rodeos that are designated as PRCA Playoff Series Rodeos. These are just normal rodeos they would more than likely be going to anyways, like San Antonio, Salinas, Pendleton, just to name a few. Points are given out to the top 20 at each of the Playoff Series Rodeos, and points for each rodeo are based upon the total added money at a given rodeo. So this means rodeos with more added money award more playoff points, right? We do have a better breakdown of this and how it all works at our website in the article titled, The PRCA Playoff Series, What's That? So points are kept throughout the year and the top 23 in each event, plus the NFR Open winners, all qualified for a spot in Pialop earlier in the month at the Cinch Playoffs. The top four teams in Pialop qualified on to Sioux Falls for the Governor's Cup. So did the top eight teams from the 2023 PRCA Playoff Series standings. They also got a spot in the Sioux Falls. Now, this is probably a no-brainer, and I'm probably going to make it even more confusing trying to explain it. But let's say someone ended up in the final four in Pialop and were in the top eight of the standings. Come the cutoff for Sioux Falls, which was September 18th, if I'm not mistaken, the PRCA would then drop down in the standings and pick someone up for Sioux Falls to qualify the standings route. So that means pretty much that like the number nine person would qualify and so on and so on, dropping down as much as they need to. That was the case this year. T. Wade and Thorpe, Tanner Tomlinson and Patrick Smith and Clay Smith and Colby Payne all qualified through Pialop and were also in the top eight of the standings. This opened up three spots on both ends to qualify to Sioux Falls through the standings route. Luke Brown and Hunter Cook were the fourth team to qualify through Pialop and they were number nine and number 10, I believe, in the standings. So that also allowed another team to qualify through the standings. Now let's talk money, the most important part of Sioux Falls. Up there in Sioux Falls, the first two rounds will pay four holes, with first place taking home $10,000 in both of those first two rounds. After the first two full rounds, the top eight on two head will advance to Saturday's round, where it's a clean slate round. Their fifth through eighth place won't advance on, but they'll all get $2,555, and then the top four fastest times in that eight-man round will advance to a clean slate four-man round. The four-man shootout will pay $25,000 to the winners, followed by $19,000 for second, $12,000 for third, and $6,000 for fourth. A full breakdown of this is also available in our article titled Sioux Falls to Determine 2023 NFR Field at our website. Now you might be able to better understand why Sioux Falls is so dang important and why it's more than likely going to determine the top 15, at least that lower end, maybe 10th through 15th if I had to take a guess. Thanks so much for listening today and bearing with my long talk. I hope it was at least informational for some of y'all. Don't forget to follow along with us as we bring you updates on the final week of the 2023 Pro Rodeo season. And continue to join us in celebrating the final week of Women in Rodeo Month 